Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hayden with the Hill Pursuit Podcast, and this is going to be a fun one. This is episode 72 of the show, and this is a pre 4x4x48 challenge episode. So the 4x4x48 challenge is a challenge. Um, it's, it's a running challenge that involves running four miles once every four hours for 48 hours. So over two days, you're, you're running 48 miles on very little sleep. Um, the, the challenge of fueling and rehydrating and, and nutrition and, and the pacing of each run and the weather and all that's all that fun stuff. So, um, this is just a, a quick episode to kind of talk about what that challenge is. Um, I, I talk with, uh, coach Kenny joins me today and I talk a little bit about kind of why I'm doing this, um, the background of it, how I got into this type of event in the first place, how I got into Ironman, uh, three years ago. Um, training for triathlons, how I even got to that point, and then kind of just what this stuff means to me, what this stuff, uh, this type of training and this type of event means to us as people, what we can benefit from um, doing this this type of event. So if you're listening, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I'm going to update social media as much as I possibly can throughout the course of these next 48 hours with all these different um, 12 different four mile runs. So please follow along. I appreciate it. We appreciate it at Hill Pursuit, all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the podcast um, streams on uh, Spotify, Podbean, Google, Apple, and we have a YouTube now. All of that's at Hill Pursuit. If you want to ask any questions, hillpursuit at gmail.com. Reach out for coaching, nutrition, blog, any and everything on, on at our website, hillpursuit.com. Um, where you can access um, all that fun stuff. Um, please take a take a good listen here. Um, a little summary about um, my my prep for this challenge, and you know how I plan to operate throughout the challenge, and then of course over the next forty eight hours, follow along as much as you can um, to to kind of see how it's going um, over the over the course of the forty eight miles I'll be running. Geez, over the next two days, so. Thanks for following along. This is episode 72 of the Hill Pursuit Podcast. Enjoy. All right. What's up, Kenny? Here we are an hour away from uh, 4 by 4 by 48 Ready to have some fun? Yeah. Yeah. How the mic feeling? What'd you say? How the mic's feeling? Good. Um, I stayed, I pretty much, well, I actually had a really busy day, but I didn't exercise at all today. So um, I've been home by myself with um, my daughters all week. My wife was picking up, uh, picking up some extra shifts, I guess. It's my spring break. So I did have a relatively busy and hectic week, but um, I I stayed pretty much on top of everything. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm a little tired. I was hoping to um, I was hoping to nap today, but our our three year old decided that she wants to stop taking naps, and she's like fighting that. So I thought I could get in a nap, but it just Bad did life. not happen. What'd you say? Bad life. Yeah, for real, dude. It just it didn't happen, but I'm, I'm pretty well rested and I'm, I'm ready to start, but let's just dive into kind of what it is real quick. But 
the four by four by 48. You may even know a little bit more than, about this than I do, but I know it's a challenge that um, David Goggins, um, I don't know if he started it. He does it pretty frequently. I think he does it every year. I'm not sure if he does, but um, he typically like sets a date for it is my understanding. And people from wherever, it's just like an event that you can just kind of do wherever you can, you know, live in the city, you can, you know, live in the country, doesn't matter. It's four miles once every four hours for 48 hours, totaling obviously 48 miles over two days. So um, this year, I guess he said he's like way too busy to set a formal date. So it was like a month or five weeks ago, he said something on one of his social media platforms that he was just like, Hey, just go do this whenever you want. This is typically the time of year I do it. I can't really commit to a weekend or two days. So just go do it. So I, the wheels were kind of turning and I was like, eh, I could probably find some time to do this. And I kind of wanted to do it last year, but I, I couldn't when he was doing it or when everybody was doing it, whatever. But um, so whatever, long story short, found the time. It's spring break, so it's, you know, a heck of a way to spend part of spring break, I guess. But um, I was say. <laughs> yeah, but well, I, don't I, know. I, I just kind of want the challenge. And um, I think the fitness is there. I just uh, I'm really curious to see how I deal with the sleep deprivation and, um, you know, the that that much mileage on my legs over two days. I've obviously not felt before, but I've felt some pretty hard stuff before, so. I think the fitness will be okay, uh, but I'm curious how the the mental aspect and the sleep depth messes with me. So, what do you know about this? I uh, I actually I think I saw him post something about this like two years ago, maybe. Okay. And I was interested in doing it, and honestly, I was a little bit confused at first, but then I uh, I think he did some type of virtual Instagram live thing the whole time, and like he had other people. Uh, shared their videos and something else. And I think it started as like a, like a big old community event more than anything else. Yeah. And it, I think it goes without saying, obviously it's going to be hard for you. I mean, it's going to be, it would be hard for anybody, but I think the, I mean, I don't know which one would be actually more difficult because dude, I know you can obviously, I know you can run 48 miles. Right. And like oh, you said, okay. I don't know. It, huh? I said, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've technically never done an ultra marathon, but, what I like about this before I go down a rabbit hole, I'll let you finish. But what I like about this is it's like anybody can do it. Anybody can make an attempt at this. You don't have to sign up. You don't have, you don't need to qualify for this. And it's still a way to like dip your toe into like the world of ultra without, you know, getting on a mountain and running a hundred miles. It's still more than a marathon. I, you know, I think the aspect of the sleep deprivation is going to be, a little bit different than, you know, a, a more traditional race. But anyways, go ahead. I was just going to say, too, I mean, um, I think the thing that I like about this the most is that you're doing this, like, by yourself, right? You're doing this with no people. You're just doing this by yourself. I mean, I think it kind of – I think a race like this or, like, a challenge like this also kind of shows, like, who's actually doing this because they like to do this, like, they want to improve and do these things. And then there's also, like, maybe some people that, you know, that like performing in front of crowds or – you know, hitting race PRs and other things, which obviously anybody that's obviously um, trying to compete or perform better, you obviously want to see performance increases. But I think doing something like this would kind of show like, 
your actual why as to why you're doing any type of endurance event or whatever else. Anytime you're by yourself, you get to see your true colors and I'm sure you'll be fine. You've been sleep deprived before. I know you've been putting in the miles. I mean, I want to ask you one question. Do you have like a pace in mind? Like what's your feeling? Like all these things. Like, I, want to, <laughs> I you know, know. Ask me, man. we could turn, we could easily turn this into like an hour long episode, but <laughs> I do want to keep it to 20 minutes. Cause now at this okay. point, I'm running in 45 minutes, but um, yeah, what's my strategy? I mean, that's a huge question. So with the running, I'm probably going to keep it, um, slower than 10 minute miles, Okay. but not to the point where I'm like running like super stiff or messing with my gait. Yeah. So, um, I am going to go almost as slow as I possibly can without like ruining my run gate. So I would guess somewhere between like 10 and 11 minutes. Okay. Uh, somewhere in there. But I, I mean, I know that people get to the point where they're walking some of this. So I hope to be able to run all of it is, is my first goal. I want to be able to run every segment. Um, okay. And I guess ultimately finish the four miles in under an hour every single time, I guess would be a goal. But um I I think that's pretty realistic. Yeah, th that's 15 minute miles. If I if yeah. it took an hour, that's a 15 minute mile. So that's like I mean, a brisk, that's like a brisk walk, right? It it, it could be, yeah. Maybe okay. not at mile, maybe not at mile 48. No. but you know, yeah, absolutely. That's a brisk walk, 100. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like, what's the point? I mean, that that's a that's a good um, a good question that you kind of brought up. I mean, I, I think people do this kind of thing just to see what they're made of it's not like you're getting um you're not a getting medal. a medal you're it's not a race finish it's it's not it's not technically a marathon it's not technically an ultra marathon it's not a it's not a formal event or anything and like you said there's no crowd there's no anything i mean it's possible that people run at 10 p.m i guess but then i'm gonna be running at 2 a.m. Dude, no one runs at 2 a.m., right? So it's like you you do. You figure out. And I'm, I'm looking – what would you say? Unless you're being chased by somebody. Yeah, <laughs> good, good point. No one runs at 2 unless they're being chased. Uh, yeah, nobody – yeah, you're going to – dude, you better hope that nobody pulls you over. <laughs> I know, I know. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, I actually am looking forward to – so here's like – kind of why I'm doing it. I'm looking forward to like asking myself those questions as I, as it's happening. Yeah. Like, what am I, what am I trying to figure out? Like I like doing hard fitness things and I like training and, um, but I wanted to try to like push, push the limit a little bit. And I think that's the whole purpose is, you know, you know, in order to grow as, you know, not just an athlete, but just as a human, you have to, you have to figure out what you're made of and where your own boundaries are, where your own limits are. And, um, you know, your, your body and your mind kind of operate on two different, um, two different scales in terms of where your limits are, you know? And, and I think, I think a lot of people who get into this type of world of like crazy challenges or ultra endurance events or doing pull-ups, for uh 24 hours straight like five times in your life you know people get into this stuff not not to like destroy their body and say oh you know i want to 
I want to hurt myself. And, you know, I, you know, that's not the point. The point is like, you know, there's, there's a physical limit. There's, there's a mental limit. Everybody has different like standards for where those, those limits are kind of like tripped and don't align. So, you know, how close can you get them to align? Um, You know, is your mind, you know, is your mind as strong as it could possibly be? And are there ways to make it stronger? You know, and, and that doesn't just translate to training that translates to your entire life. I mean, it's you have to feel a certain way, Ken, when you finish an attempt at a world record and you got what you get, like however many thousands of pull ups, multiple, yeah. multiple attempts. Yeah. You have to feel like really proud of that. And like you, you found some sort of a limit. You went back to the drawing board, then you found a new limit. Not saying you're doing it again, <laughs> but there's all there's always more, though, is my point. I mean, no, and I, I completely agree. And I mean, you already kind of said this without saying it, but like your brain always goes way before your body. Like, I think most people know that like, it's always like whether you're running bikes and swimming, doing pull-ups, whatever, it's always like, you can always take at least one more step, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can always one more pull-up. You can always do one more thing, obviously excluding injury. Um, But yeah, like you said too, it's just like you, you get to learn more about yourself doing things like this because like, I think adding in the extra, you know, the extra not perfect circumstances, the sleep, um, you know, your food might get screwed up. Uh, you know, you're going to be training at different times of the day, which some people might not know about. It's like, if you know you're going to be training at 6 a.m. for an event, then you should probably be running, biking, or swimming, or doing whatever at that time. Yeah. Well, if you throw in the, oh, hey, dude, you got to go run at 2 o'clock in the freaking morning. Who runs at 2 o'clock in the morning? Nobody. Right, right. So, yeah, like you said, too, I think you definitely you kind of unlock something. And that's why, like for me, and I know that you're obviously very relatable to this, too. I really enjoy uh, seeing where my brain can take this. Yeah, my body and not just, you know, and not just like living. I don't want to say living like a normal life, but like I think we are all, you know, inherently supposed to do something extremely hard at some point. And it doesn't always have to be working out. Um, but you are always supposed to do something harder. It's just like, why are you even doing this in the first place? I'm not trying to walk through the rest of my life with what ifs when I'm 70, even if it means like I might beat myself up a little bit here and there. (laughs) Um, even if I'm willing to beat myself up a little bit here and there, I'd rather, and I'm sure you're the same way too. I would much rather push myself now and regret nothing later than to never push myself and then regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I mean, we get we get one life down here, and I mean, yeah. so many people have spent decades just like thinking about doing what they could, yeah, yeah, what they could be doing or like doing something hard, and it's it's just like that idea is just sad, and um, that actually reminds me real quick, and then we'll talk a little bit more about nutrition, or you can kind of weigh in on some stuff, but. That reminds me of how I got into Ironman, even in the first place. Um, I actually, when I was in college, I was, I think I was probably around like early 20s, 21 or 20. Yeah, probably 21 or 22. Um, I told some friends I thought it would be fun to do an Ironman. And that's just like the, like the young college bro in me, like, oh, this would be cool to do having no idea about like 
anything that went into any part of compete completing an Ironman. So I'm like, oh yeah, I think it'd be cool to do an Ironman. Fast forward, and I like I turned 30, and I had done absolutely nothing to to work towards what I said eight years ago, nine years ago, and I'm literally thinking, what like why not? Why haven't I done anything? Am I like just going to the gym to lift like five days a week and like occasionally jog? I'm not, I'm not working towards anything. So I turned 30 or 31. I forget exactly when it was honestly, but I remember the, I think it was, uh, 2019 late in 2019. I did my first like sprint triathlon. So coming up on four years, uh, three and a half years, I guess right now and in the sport, but I had done nothing. And I was just like, so annoyed at myself that I let that much time go by having that in the back of my head and having like verbalized it. And I learned nothing about myself along the way. And I was just, I, as soon as I got into the, the sport, I started learning like brand new limits. I never knew existed that I had. And it's just like, when I, when I think about people who look at the four by four by 48 or whatever else, you know, a half marathon, a marathon, whatever. And they think, what, like, why on earth would people do this? I almost feel bad. I almost feel bad for those people because they don't, they don't like understand that, you know, you learn about yourself. You become a better version of yourself by putting yourself in hard positions and then adapting and learning and overcoming and it's it's like some people you don't like you said earlier you don't have to use training or fitness as like that that modality to like better yourself but you learn so much about yourself by just making your making things hard and overcoming it well i mean i just wanted to kind of segue into this too i mean like and even if we're not talking about fitness if you do do something that's super hard that's you know fitness oriented like you know, that you have done and I've done and a bunch of people that maybe listen to this too, that carries over into all the stuff that you do. It's like, dude, it's like, if you got to sit there and read, you know, 25 emails or great papers, because I know you're obviously a professor and you really don't want to do it. You can think back to when you were freaking cramping up or doing whatever race and feeling like you're about to fall over. You're like, I felt so bad doing this and still somehow completed this race. And yet I can't, do this one very simple task where I'm just sitting here doing this or, you know what I mean? I think about that stuff all the time when, uh, you know, training clients or, you know, waking up early or like the woe is me mentality. And, um, I think back to all the hard things that I've done in the past too. And I'm just like, why have I just all of a sudden fallen out of this mindset that I was able to put myself into while I was doing these events and now I can't apply it to this? Like, no, like this is not me and David Goggins. Cause I know he, we brought this up with the four, four 48, he always says, pull your stuff out from that cookie jar, you know, pull those things out. Right. And I mean, I don't want to tag him too much in this, obviously, but um, it is, you know, you got to look back at the hard things that you've done, whether it's fitness stuff or whatever you've done and apply it to the future stuff. Yeah. 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 It makes, it literally makes everything else in life that normal people get stressed about not stressful at all. Like people get worried about, you know, like you said, if it's just grading papers or meeting a deadline, like, dude, I did something way harder than this for 15 hours. I can handle 
a couple of extra hours working on this assignment or yeah. grading papers or getting ahead here or programming for clients, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, it makes everything else. It, it creates a new scale, a new standard of what difficult is. And now you just look at everything else differently. And that's what I love about pushing myself and, and like learning a little bit, but about five more minutes. Let's talk a little bit about nutrition. Okay. Um, so I finish in under an hour, come back. I have, um, an electrolyte supplement that I, that I'm very comfortable with been drinking it all day and some, and yesterday as well. But, um, so drink some of that immediately. Um, I'm just gonna supplement like salt tabs whenever I feel like it. Um, kind of intuitively, I'm going to try to maintain like a normal breakfast, just bigger volume, I guess. Um, maybe a little bit, obviously more frequently. I'm going to try to eat between every, every single one. Um, I have some stuff prepped, uh, but it's really just going to be whatever I feel like grabbing in the moment. And I think that's, I think that's okay. You can kind of correct me if I'm wrong, but for this long of an event, with the um with the actual work interval being so short i'm not like terribly worried about gi issues um i'm just gonna grab whatever i feel like eating so that i'm comfortable um yeah. I, like, I have, like i have a bunch of uncrustables ready to go i have i made i prepped like a bunch of ground beef and i have a bunch of rice um i have um some chicken thighs prepped um, my wife is making a homemade pizza for me tomorrow at some point. So, um, I'm, you know, it, if I come back and I want to grab a slice of pizza, like absolutely I'm going to, um, and we always, we always try to make pizza because buying pizza out is super unhealthy. So we always try to make our pizza, but, um, anyway, so there's that. And then, um, actually I don't think I, if I, I don't think I really have any, much else like formally planned, um, but I have a bunch of like snacks and bars and stuff sitting around. So if I don't feel like eating a huge meal, I might not. I have like overnight oats that I, I don't know if you're a fan of those, but I have overnight oats for the next nope. couple of days. What'd you say? Oatmeal and me do not agree. <laughs> oh no. I remember that. I remember that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then I'm probably going to make some waffles tomorrow morning after the 6am. So I don't know any uh, last second advice on that front now that I'm running in 30 minutes, but I do have like the ability to adapt a little bit in terms of the nutrition, but I was planning to just kind of um, operate intuitively and just have everything accessible if I need it. I, I mean, I don't have much else to say about it. I mean, obviously, you know, stick with the things you normally eat, yeah. avoid foods, make sure you stay on top of your hydration, which I'm sure you are take the supplements when you need it. But like you said too, it's not like it's a, it, it's not like it's a continuous event. So you don't really have to rely on like all liquids and gels and all that crap. You're going to have more right. than enough to eat solid foods. I mean, dude, you could eat a solid meal and digest that in an hour and a half, two hours. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to. But over the night, like the night ones. So I'm hoping I can get good amount of sleep between 10 and two and then two and six. Yeah. And then maybe a nap at, during one of the daytime ones. But I want to maintain like somewhat of a normal circadian rhythm. Of course, that's not going to be like perfectly possible. But um, I'm going to try to stay awake after the 6 a.m. Um, I, e I would even maybe, and I know that you obviously went over your goal of trying to stay underneath an hour, but 
maybe even like slow it down during the evening time too. Yeah. Just tighten yourself so much so you can actually fall asleep. I mean, I'm I just kind of, kind of spitball in there, but yeah, that's good. And I, I was also thinking that, you know, in 30 minutes, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to, it's going to hit me and I'll be all alone. And um, it might like jack me up and I might get too excited. <laughs> well, dude, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's going to be like your, it's, it's probably going to feel like your, uh, what, your like first race jitters where you just come out the gate freaking swinging. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh... It's marathon, man. It's freaking two days. So, yeah, I would just, uh, yeah, make sure. I know you're smart, man. Keep up with your pace, you know, do all those good things too. Just don't come out the gate hot and don't go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think everything else that you said is already uh, pretty on point, and uh, I want to say this too. So I figured out your why for this race, so you can eat all that pizza and food, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh, man, I, love, I love a good homemade pizza, and my wife makes a good homemade pizza. So, hey, dude, uh, I work and I eat. <laughs> yeah, I also um, like selfishly wanted to. I I chose the other thing that's weird. I I didn't figure this out. If like there's always a a start time so if there is i mean who cares at this point i'm starting at 10 p.m but um i chose 10 to 6 10 to 6 10 to 6 10 to 6 um for a couple different reasons i think um i think the 2 p.m is typically when my girls go down for naps now whether they do or not tomorrow and the next day is a different question but i think i could squeeze in a nap after the 2 p.m um if i can't i can't but um so i chose it for that reason and then also i wanted to be done kind of early on saturday so i could try to have a normal night's sleep saturday night and we don't want to miss church either so i selfishly wanted to be done for that but um yeah, I wanted a, like a full day to recover on Sunday because I do go back to school on Monday. So, yeah, you don't want to be hobbling around with your students, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, you probably, you probably will regardless, but I mean, you know. I know. Yeah. It's funny. A couple of them like follow some of the social now and they're like commenting and saying like good luck and stuff. It's really funny. They oh, talk to me. Dude, I have to ask. I have to ask you how's your wife feel about this? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I sorry, go ahead. I think um, you know, when we were talking about it earlier, like some people say, why would people do this? She's definitely one of those people. Um, <laughs> like we are we are like polar opposite when it comes to fitness and training for sure. So um, but it's a nice compliment. So um we, we definitely are the opposite attract when it comes to the the training stuff. So she definitely thinks I'm a little crazy, but that's all right. I'm a little crazy. So that's no, you okay. gotta, you gotta keep things interesting, man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, gonna, uh, you know, Hey, I have this like week long break. You know, I'm going to do two days of it. I I'm just gonna 48 miles. Cause I've got the time. <laughs> yeah. I told, I, I brought it up to her, I think, um, five weeks ago, uh, five or six, literally right after I saw the Goggins post, and um i don't she definitely thought it was really stupid but i don't know, it kind of grew on her to the point where she was just like you know what i don't care if it works out logistically fine but that actually speaks to the point of i am 100 percent on my own figuring this out 
aside from that homemade pizza tomorrow. So I am looking forward to that. But anyways, uh, um, that's awesome. anyways, I'm good. You got anything else? Yeah. I mean, good luck. I feel it. You know, I obviously can't wait to talk about this, but uh, yeah, stay on top of it, man. Don't go crazy. And, you know, yeah. you got this. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. And yeah, if you're listening, I, I am going to try to update as much as I can on some of the socials. So check that stuff out. Facebook, Instagram, um, this podcast, I'm going to try to get out here shortly. If, if not right before, then definitely right after the, the 10 o'clock run, because it'll, it'll go up really, really quick. But, um, so this podcast, you can, you know, you can access podcasts on Spotify, Podbean, Google, Apple, all that stuff. And it's on YouTube as well. If you're listening, you can check out the YouTube channel. I'll try to get some cool YouTube stuff up, um, uh, as part of the, the four, four challenge, but, um, I don't think I really have anything else. If you want to reach out to us, check us out at um, our, our website, hillpursuit.com. And then, of course, email at hillpursuit at gmail.com. Any and everything related to coaching, um, all the podcast links, blogs, YouTube stuff, nutrition stuff with Coach Kenny here and, and Coach Ashley, all that stuff's up there. So check it all out. Follow along the 4448. Really appreciate you listening. This was uh, – Episode 72 of the Hill Pursuit Podcast. See you next time.